All right, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Thursday, July the 1st, 2021, and we have, I would say, a fair amount of news to report on. Nothing super, I guess you could say, exciting compared to uh, the last handful of days, but still uh, some pretty significant updates on some stories that uh, we're actually able to follow up on in addition to some new things as well. So let's jump right into it. So first off, the uh, United States Supreme Court has upheld the Arizona voter law, which has been been um, quite controversial for a lot of people. Some say that it's a voter suppression law. Um, Others, more so on the conservative and Republican side, say that it's more for, uh, you know, ensuring um, voter protection IDs and laws and things like this. Now, I'll be honest with you folks. I have read into some of these bills, but nothing extremely extensive. I really would like to hear what it's like from the people on the ground within the state of Arizona, and I've reached out to some friends of mine there to see if um, if they're noticing any difference, at least amongst their group of friends, community circle, things like that. And again, we'll, we'll see what happens, right? The Supreme Court tends to rule in cases that, again... Generally speaking, they seem to be pretty, you know, um, I guess you could say unbiased. But again, that's that's I'm being careful with how I say that, because that's relative to certain things that have happened in the past. And again, I don't mean to muddy the waters, if you will. But if we want to talk about the reality of things, you know, you look at Justice uh, Roberts being good friends with Ghislaine Maxwell and all that. So it just goes to show you that, you know, there is an intelligence angle to this type of stuff. Um, I wouldn't say there would be an intelligence angle to this particular ruling in this case. But again, who knows, right? Certain things are ruled in the cases within the Supreme Court for it to favor corporations. And it's been a pre-planned ruling. And again, I'm not trying to make it into a conspiracy. But ultimately, we know the, the reality of how these things work. In addition to some of the personal views and perspectives that some of these judges have held before they took a seat on the bench of the Supreme Court because, you know, you can read their their previous work from, you know, their school their, as a professor and things like this, right? So again, we'll, we'll see what happens, but the thing is ultimately too is that the Supreme Court... I would like to think they play it down the middle, right? Now, this goes to the debate of, okay, if you disagree with me, then maybe you might be in favor of uh, extending or packing the court, um, adding more seats to the court. Again, it it comes down to preference. I think things could be argued both ways, whether it's this particular ruling, whether it's expanding the court, whether it's, you know, um, alleged corruption with some of these federal judges, which is quite significant because, again, they're supposed to be like the ruling body or have the final say of major, major cases in many different industries and many different areas of life so again it's um i apologize for the rant folks but the point is the system's not perfect the question then becomes you know is that system functioning as it should be in this case or is it not right so the next thing is that allegedly again i see this carefully the speed of covid uh that's hitting people in africa in this third wave is insurmountable and they're saying and i quote like nothing we've seen before end quote so again I I decided to cover COVID a little bit today just to give you folks an update on what's going on just because there's so much scattered information out there and I'm not claiming I have the answer but again when we take a look at certain things like this about these these waves and stuff like that I I don't know what to think at this point and to add to that as well too um, just a handful of minutes before I started recording this episode there was a notification uh, from multiple sources saying that the White House will now be deploying what is called a Delta variant team uh, or teams all across the country I don't know what that means i don't know what the heck that means if it's you know um the military if it gives them special powers i have no idea this was just uh pretty pretty new and recent news and we'll see what happens now 
okay, let, let's play both sides of this very quickly. There's one side that says, and this is generally people that believe in the system more often than not, but let's give them the benefit of the doubt. One side says, okay, if the government is deploying these teams, clearly it's much worse than what they're saying, right? It's just they don't want to panic people. The other side of things is that the government is using this as a form of control and exploitation. And it's unfortunate, folks, because the politicians intermingled within the government right now, at least within the West, as I'm sure many other areas of the world too, but in this case within the West, my God. My God, it's it's it, some of them are okay in terms of their morals and ethics. Others, it's just pure corruption, right? You vote them in there, it's total lies, and then they just keep getting voted in again and again. So it comes down to the mentality of what the people think the government's, I guess you could say, best interest at heart is for the people. And I, 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 I can even t I can't even take myself seriously saying that because you know I don't even believe that myself. But ultimately, um. It'll be it'll be interesting to see what these Delta variant teams are. I don't want to get too conspiratorial just because this is the the news episode. But I mean, I could, I mean, I'm sure many of you as well could think of some serious things that could happen with these Delta teams. Again, what kind of power do they have? What type of abilities? I mean, is it is this being put through a, a committee first, a committee to represent the people or something like this? Oh, but no, you voted them in, folks. I mean, or we excuse me, we voted them in. So you know, because we chose them, they must be doing the right thing. Again, that's the you know. That's how the politicians fall back on the, the traditional core foundation of the system and say, well, you voted us in, so what are you going to do when we send out these Delta variant teams, right? So again, we'll see, we'll see what happens there. Um, the next thing is that President Xi Jinping uh, has said that anyone attempting to interfere with regards to bullying, oppressing, enslaving, or even trying to do any of those things will, quote, face broken heads and bloodshed, end quote. And he also said that the CCP could save China and... Um, People and party cannot be separated. He said this during a 100-year anniversary of the uh, CCP, um, because I believe its founding was in 1921, if I'm not mistaken. Again, these are these are big. These are tough. This is tough talk. I mean, we saw Putin say this uh, about a month ago at his summit or his, you know, the Russian yearly summit, if you will. And he said too that you know our response will maybe sophisticated, maybe it won't be. Our response may in fact be asymmetrical. And again, it seems like it's targeted toward the West. I'm sure there are other people too, or other countries, excuse me. But it usually tends to be, generally speaking, unless I'm missing something here, countries that are aligned with the West and, of course, the West itself, you know, going for the the king of the throne, metaphorically, which is the U.S., right? So, again, it's tough talk from these leaders. It's interesting to, to well, interesting. I mean, it's kind of scary, to be honest with you folks, but, you know, if we take the fear factor part out of it and not, you know, want to be shitting our pants constantly, it, it is interesting, if you ask me. That's kind of how I rationalize it sometimes. Um, anyways, the next thing is that Facebook's new artificial intelligence is now starting to think about your exposure to, quote, harmful extremist content and your extremist friends, end quote. I'm not kidding. It's starting to think that. I saw some of this uh, just last night or, uh, yeah, I think it was last night or early this morning. But anyways, it's scary, folks. And again, this is going to be, this is the problem. There is, and for those that are, are members, you'll notice... Um, in the early release episode that we put out early this morning that I mentioned this too, which kind of coincides well with this, which is that there is a massive fine thin line there's a very thin line between legitimate suspicions or suspicion excuse me and rampant paranoia and this is the problem and i i seriously mean that because again the even you know uh, nancy pelosi wanting to do the january 6th commission or committee this is the problem at what point do you use these things to justify legitimate concerns and then at what other points do you use these things to say hey let's just exploit this for uh, our ability to surveil the people more often and have more control over them right so again are there extremists out there yet 
yes, in almost every group out there, in this whole thread of white nationalists or white terrorists or something like this, is it out there? I'm sure it's legitimate, but I also have a very strong feeling that, again, the media is playing this up. And I'm not, I'm, I want to be very clear, I'm not saying that because I'm white or anything like that. I have no problem with, uh, with saying that white nationalists are a serious problem, but again, it's it's too it's too mustard right now if you ask me in my humble opinion but it is legitimate just like you know many other things other forms of terrorism are legitimate it is in fact true right um the next thing it kind of adds to this uh, is that nancy pelosi has chosen speaker liz cheney for the position to head the january 6th select committee uh cheney said that she is honored now i want to make something clear they wanted to the democrats wanted to get a full-on committee or commission or investigation very similar to the warren and church commission hearings um, of the CIA back in the 70s, if I'm not mistaken. For those that are listening or watching that are old enough or are familiar with that, you'll know that the uh, certain elements of the government or agencies did not like those hearings. Let's put it that way, right? With that being said, though, in this case, we can also argue that Pelosi is just pushing this on behalf of her donors, which is that, again, has to do with more surveillance and on behalf of the deep state, because the 9-11 commission arguably only didn't really help if you ask people looking back at it now, it just brought more surveillance under the justifica justification of terrorism. But again, there's the fine line of suspicion and paranoia. They ended up going way beyond that. And we now have in the case of, according to the Associated Press, a Microsoft executive saying they help the FBI and the CIA surveil people all the time. And it's just routine to surveil targets. But the targets are not criminals, not anything. They don't get a, a warrant to surveil them, nothing. So again, you look at all this type of stuff and you can't help but think that I, un I okay, I can understand the Republicans why they're going against this for the sake of spite and just not want just wanting to sick it to them. I understand that. I also do believe there are some Republicans that are afraid to say this publicly, but admit that look, the 9/11 Commission only brought more surveillance. Now we could say yes, it was a different time, different administration, but was it really? Pelosi was there at that time, you know. Ultimately, we have to take a step back and say the two-party system is not really working here. It's just a delusion. Right. So ultimately, we could say that even though you, people say, oh, the commission will be different because Cheney's not in there. Rumsfeld's not in there and this and that. Right. But again, folks, I'll be honest with you. I think Pelosi is uh, is deep state to, to the core. Um, and that's my opinion. I don't think she knows all the secrets. I think there's certain things that she doesn't know. But I, I think she's been there long enough to be considered deep state, if you will, in my opinion, or at least a certain tier or level of, of deep state. Again, I, I apologize for the rant, folks, but I think it's important that this is described in, in as concise a way as possible. Um, the next thing is that reports of people starving in North Korea, uh, there are reports, excuse me, of many people starving in North Korea and they can't feed themselves. Well, Unfortunately, this is nothing new, but again, it seems to be getting worse because of the COVID virus uh, or because of the pandemic, allegedly, and things like this. But at the same time, too, who knows what's going on there if there are intelligence operations that are depriving them of certain forms of agriculture and natural uh, uh, food. And I'm not trying to blame, blame an external uh, enemy, but we have to consider all the options or an external source. However, the main source, too, is from my understanding, Kim Jong-un, part of my English, the guy doesn't fucking feed his own people. He barely feeds his own soldiers. I don't, again, I, I, I don't agree with the way he rules his country whatsoever, but for me, it's common sense. You want your people to thrive, your economy to do well, and things like that, or what, what have you. Or forget that. I mean, hypothetically, you want your army to be strong? Feed them. You know, so uh, again, I believe just like when you're uh, the, the CEO of a company, you, the better you treat your employees, the better they will probably, you know, the more willing they will be to work for you or, or to come to work in the morning. You know, that that's how I see it, right? 
Um, the the next thing is that Australian uh, universities are allegedly turning a blind eye to harassment and intimidation of Chinese students and academics. Again, uh, apparently a lot of uh, Chinese students in Australia are afraid to speak up as well because they fear what the CCP will do to their families back home if the CCP or their intelligence apparatus or intelligence branch catches, you know, wind of them making some type of, say, appearance at a, a seminar or something here in the West. Look, I don't blame the people. In terms of these universities turning a blind eye, again, folks, this is the this is the core issue of you know the the institutions and the corruption of STEM that I've spoken about in the main episode: science, technology, engineering, mathematics. Right. So, I I mean, look, I it's tough. It's it's pure fear mongering. It's 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 pure bullying, fear mongering, and it's um it's what criminals do. It's what what it's what criminals do. So. Um, the next thing is that UEFA has sla has has um, been slammed or very strongly criticized by the European Union for allowing people into the crowds for Euro 2020 last year. Okay, look, I'll be honest with you, folks. I'm not going to spend too much time on this, or actually nothing at all, because it's done. It happened. The people got crowded. We can't we can't keep saying, oh, we should have done this, we should have done that. I should have invested in freaking the Tesla stock a year ago, you know. But it, oh well. So I don't know. I know the whole concept of, you know, we can't, you know, uh, repeat our mistakes and this and that. But look, folks, these institutions, they repeat the same mistakes when it's in their favor. But when it's not, it's all oh, we got to complain. So, again, uh, look, it's done. The people enjoyed the game. Let's let's move on. Now, if people died again, that we got to consider that. But at the same time, I would imagine the p people were willing to take the chance themselves. And who knows if they died from COVID or not? That's a whole other thing, too. Right. So. Again, I got to be careful, but um, the next thing is that Prince Harry and William uh, have erected a statue or they are erecting a statue of their mother, Princess Diana. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, the queen had her killed. My opinion, queen had her killed. Pretty, um, pretty simple if you ask me. So uh, the next thing is that Trump Organization CFO, Chief Financial Officer, um, Alan Weisselberg, has surrendered himself to New York authorities. He faces uh, state tax charges, but Trump himself isn't expected to be named on any of these charges. Only the Trump Organization and Alan Weisselberg uh, are are on these charges. Now, apparently, Mr. Mr. Weisselberg will plead not guilty and fight the charges, according to sources. Now, again... What sources? We got to question it. Same way we question the CIA sources. We got to be fair and consistent. Question these sources. Let's see what happens, though, right? We can we can try and investigate all we want, but I don't think anything will come to fruition of it. But um, again, as I said yesterday, too, from my understanding, the or the day before, I don't think they're gonna charge a, a, an ex-president. I really don't think so. Maybe, maybe house arrest. But even then, here's the thing, though. The, in my humble perspective, they're just chasing the guy constantly. I mean, they're just looking, they're grasping for straws. I mean, state tax charges. If he didn't run for president, I don't think Weisselberg would be in this position. You see what I'm saying? The point is, is that nobody cared before. So again, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be unbiased, but if everyone wants my uh, personal opinion, that that's what it is. Um, the next thing is that Bangladesh has deployed their army to enforce the lockdowns. Okay, again, this is what I fear the White House might do to, you know, with their Delta variant teams. With that being said, if, look, if the people of Bangladesh are okay with it, so be it. We don't have a problem. But if the people are not happy about it and they're being silenced, again, this is why people get frustrated. This is how protests start. And then when the governments don't listen to the protests, this is how it turns violent. It's true, right? So... The next thing is that uh, Israel is using TikTok to try to make its military, I guess you could say, attractive through advertising campaigns or recruiting campaigns and things like that. 
sure i mean i guess if tiktok's okay with it it's yeah i mean okay sure um the next thing is that britney spears's father retains has uh, retained control over uh, her life thanks to a judge ruling again folks you see how much news is going on today n not not that much that's i'm reporting on britney spears for cry for crying out loud right but i mean look I, everyone's got an opinion on that situation i don't know it well enough nor do I care. If any of you want me to talk about Britney Spears in the future, I'll touch up on my Britney, Sp <laughs> my Britney Spears history. But if not, I'm not, I'm not going there. So, um, the next thing is that Nissan has announced a major UK electric car expansion. Okay, pretty cool. We'll see what happens there. Um, and the next thing is that uh, Lebanon's army is literally selling helicopter rides to everyday people, regular people like you and I, in order to keep the funding going for them because of poor economic conditions currently. Seriously, that that's unfortunately how it's um, how poor the economic conditions are there. They're literally um, selling helicopter rides just to keep their army going, and that's unfortunate, right? So I I forgot off the top of my head who who they're aligned with, which major world power they're aligned with, if they are. But uh, yeah, this is quite interesting. Um, again, I could be quite naive to this particular circumstance. Uh, I'm, I'm just surprised that they haven't been sent aid yet. But again, there's a lot going on, and I don't have all any of the facts in front of me, so I'm not going to comment any further. Um, and the final thing is that Israel and the United Arab Emirates, or the UAE, now have a landmark vacation trip spot, which signals closer ties between the two governments are in fact deepening. Now, what's interesting about this landmark vacation spot is that when you take a look at it, folks, what you'll find in, is that this is, okay, it's just a vacation spot, so you might be saying, Dave, what the hell are you trying to analyze here? It could, in fact, be an opportunity for intelligence surveillance, in addition to allowing both countries to make a little bit of money on the side from tourism and things like that, right? Could be a win-win. It could, in fact, be just as simple as it seems, which is that the ties are deepening in, in, in a good way, and, or well, depends how we look at that, but the ties are deepening, and the citizens of the UAE and Israel are able to fly much, much more uh, safely, uh, from that, from Israel to the UAE and vice versa. And again, we'll, we'll see what happens, but I can't help but think that those landmark vacation spots are ripe for at least some type of data gathering intelligence operation, right? But anyways, with that being said, folks, that's all for today. Um, we'll see what the news brings us tomorrow. If it's not that much, then we'll just do a roundup on Saturday, but we'll see what happens. Uh, with that being said, we have uh, lots more coming in the following hours for both the members and the public, um, side of things, and we'll catch all of you very, very soon. Cheers.